In 2019, the Annenberg Center at the University of Southern California surveyed communications professionals and asked about artificial intelligence. At that time, only 18% felt AI would be an important part of their future. Fast forward almost five years, and it seems like everyone is at least talking about it, if not using it daily. Today, AI is a subject at every conference, a debate at every agency, and a conversation with every business leader. The 2024 relevance report from Annenberg typically includes everything that affects the PR industry from activism to ethics, but this year, it focuses solely on AI because it has the potential to completely upend the way we do our work, just like the internet and then social media did. And guess what? We didn't just survive those changes, we thrived. The PR industry has traditionally been driven by humans, by our intuition, our creativity, and the ability to craft narratives that resonate with the people who work with us and buy from us. So it's not shocking that many are afraid AI will take over their jobs. It has completely recalibrated how we work with introducing tools and technologies that not only augment, but in some cases drive intuition and creativity. It can process far more data than we can alone, which makes it able to recognize patterns and predict trends faster and more accurately than we can. This is both an opportunity and a challenge. On this week's SpinZux podcast episode, we'll look at how it will affect strategy, creativity, storytelling, crisis management, SEO, and ethics, and we'll venture into what the future of AI will look like for the PR industry and your career. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. The most significant contribution AI will make is how we craft data-based strategies. We've already talked about how it can process and analyze vast amounts of data in mere seconds, and that's where its value lies in how you'll create a strategy. It can sift through social media interactions, online behaviors, and engagement patterns to deliver more nuanced and comprehensive insights. This deep understanding will allow you to craft strategies highly tailored to your audience's specific needs and preferences, ensuring that messages are seen and resonate. It can help with an overall communications strategy for content, for SEO, for media planning, for content distribution, and more. It can also measure and analyze your work's success, allowing executives to understand better how your work contributes to the business's success. It's no surprise I'm a huge fan of generative AI. Last year, it made me and my team much more efficient, and I'm looking forward to evolving my skills to get even more time back in my days. But it doesn't come without anxiety, stress, and some challenges. Ten years ago, I was convinced it wouldn't replace our creativity, but it has proven me wrong. Is it perfect? Of course not. In some cases, it's actually laughable, but it's getting better and better every single day. So we have to think about how AI will affect creativity and communications. It could eventually redefine the essence of creativity in PR. Creativity, of course, hinges on human intuition, the ability to empathize, and the knack for storytelling that resonates deeply within another person. However, AI has begun introducing creativity led by data-driven insights, predictive analytics, and machine learning. So now we have human intuition combined with AI's analytic prowess, and that creates a new type of creativity, which allows us to hyper-personalize. AI can analyze consumer behavior, media consumption patterns, and engagement metrics to suggest where, when, and how to disseminate content. 
This ensures that your creative efforts have results you can turn to every time an executive asks you for proof that the work you're doing works. As you think about combining your intuition with AI, Melissa Wagner Zorkin has a few ideas in the relevance report. She says, ask it to storyboard a new project. Prompt it to write the company's mission in the style of different movie genres. That actually sounds kind of fun. Have it rewrite your latest blog post as a Taylor Swift song. That also sounds kind of fun. I might do that. (laughs) The goal here isn't to have something perfect that you can use. The AI is not there yet. Rather, it's to open your mind to different ways you can use it to enhance your work, spark your creativity, avoid writer's block, and then apply that thinking to your work. How often have you had a really smart subject matter expert who either doesn't have the time to work with you on content or would rather die than be put in front of a camera? It happens a lot, a lot, a lot. And it's super frustrating when you're trying to do your job and stand out from the crowd and build thought leadership without the help of the subject matter expert. Enter digital twins. This is both really freaking cool and a little bit scary or even creepy. The gist is that with AI, you can create someone who looks and sounds just like your subject matter experts, more than willing to create content with you, be in front of a camera or be behind a microphone, all without needing a potty break. The tool is Synthesia, I believe it's called, is pronounced Synthesia, something like that. I will link to it in the show notes. And it's not unlike what Hollywood uses to create movies as they did in The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker after Carrie Fisher died. The potential for this is enormous. As Stephen Lynn says in the Relevance Report, barriers to professional quality video products like speaking skill, camera and lighting setup, and editing know-how are evaporated with the click of a subscription. There are, of course, some major issues with this, such as deepfakes or someone taking the likeness of a human being and creating videos of them without their permission. You should read Misbelief by Dan Ariely to learn more about that. I've also heard of people calling their parents asking for money, and because it sounds so much like them, their parents send the cash off without even thinking about it. So there are some risks and some challenges for sure, but as we learn how to use these tools, we'll get smarter about them and better understand those challenges. In a crisis, the work is almost always reactive. Sure, you can craft a crisis plan and be ready for anything the world throws at you, but you're still reacting once the crisis hits. Teams scramble to craft messages, frame responses, and mitigate damage, so they're always reacting. What if AI senses the tremors and understands the seismic patterns well enough that we can be proactive and all emotion is removed from our work before the crisis hits? Sounds like a pretty dreamy job to me. Bergart Tenderich says in the Relevance Report, the real potential lies in predictive analytics a facet of machine learning that can forecast potential crises by analyzing previous trends, media cycles, and real-time data. By doing so, predictive analytics can offer an accurate risk assessment on what logically might occur and devise a proactive strategy arming communications teams with the data necessary to formulate countermeasures and even prevent a crisis before it happens. Take the This Is Us and Crock-Pot example. If you're way behind and you don't know how Jack dies in that series, Please fast forward 60 seconds because I'm about to ruin it for you. I'll give you a second to fast forward. Okay. When the house burned down because the crockpot malfunctioned, the Newell Brands comms team was unprepared for the onslaught of people overreacting to a TV character dying, and they threw out their crockpots. Imagine if the team had had AI working on it back then. Before the episode had even ended, an algorithm would have alerted them to what people were about to do 
It would have drafted an optimal response and even sketched out a media strategy, all while they were still crying over Jack's death. This is how AI can help you in a crisis. In just a minute, I'll be back to talk you through three more areas where AI will blow your minds this year. I'll be right back. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the Fundamentals of Media Measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack. And the second is the PESO model certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO model to get you there. The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts, create a successful measurement strategy, and report on your success. It will take you about two hours, but it has quick bite-sized lessons you can take when convenient. It has actionable tips, step-by-step approaches, and examples from Jonna Burke, Christopher Penn, and me. Go to mrac.co slash spinsucks to learn more, get registered, and start your measurement journey today. That's mrac.co slash spinsucks. Please be sure to use that link because I get a gold star every time someone registers, and I love gold stars. And for those of you who need to evolve your career, learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts, the PESO model certification is for you. Step up your game with an academically accredited PESO model certification from Spin Sucks and the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. Learn more about that by going to spinsucks.com academy, or you can go to spinsucks.com and click on academy in the navigation. And now, back to the show. Okay, if you've been hanging out with me for at least a year, the conversation about the implications of SEO isn't new to you. We must focus on creating content that has expertise, experience, authority, and trust, or eat, eat, E-E-A-T, eat. (laughs) As Google works hard to keep up with AI, it has launched search generative experience, which is going to change not just the search results you get, and how it serves your content to audiences. In the early days of the internet, our focus was on content that resonated with emerging search engines. There was a lot of keyword stuffing and content scraping as marketers worked to figure out how to get their content shown first. Then there was the rise of advanced SEO tactics such as voice search, backlinks from higher domain authority sites than your own, featured snippets, content hubs, and more. Now we're moving into artificial intelligence optimization, or AIO, which requires a dual focus on humans and machines. More like SEO, AIO is about disseminating messages and ensuring they effectively communicate with AI systems, so humans and machines. This implies that you must grasp how AI works and deliver content while retaining your ability to eat for content, E-E-A-T. Mastering AIO should be on the top of your to-master list this year. This all provides great opportunity for us this year, but there are also some massive, massive ethical issues. The biggest risk is bias because the systems were created by humans and we are inherently biased. Even as you work to craft your own version of generative AI, I have Jenny GPT, for instance, the biases you have will come out in what the AI produces. This can result in unfair or discriminatory outcomes and unintentional consequences. And as we talked about before the break, it can certainly be used for evil with deep fakes, cyber attacks, and surveillance. These are not reasons to shy away from using AI, but to be aware that what you're putting in can and may be used against you. Penelope Sosa says in the Relevance Report, this demands collaborative efforts that bring together diverse industries, academic researchers, and civil society organizations. 
This collaboration fosters knowledge sharing, problem solving, and the co-creation of solutions to address the multifaceted challenges posed by AI. In other words, you are responsible for ensuring that the way you use AI is ethical and that you demand it of others too. About 10 years ago, I had a conversation with the then CEO of Narrative Science. I was nervous about what his company offered in terms of news reporting, and I wasn't very shy about letting him know. He was actually very kind and walked me through his technology, which was used to report on things that human just didn't have the time to do. Things such as Little League baseball games, high school basketball games, and Fortune 501 and below earnings reports. At the time, I thought, okay, I'm okay with robots doing that as long as they don't eventually take my job. As we debated the issue online, Chris Penn said something I will never forget. He essentially said that eventually the role of the communicator will not be unlike a conductor. So you'll have a bunch of robots doing different jobs and your job will be to ensure you're getting what you need out of them ethically and responsibly and effectively. Well, here we are. The future of your role with AI is to learn it, use it, and get the most out of it. You are the conductor of your AI symphony. By the end of 2024, you should be comfortable using it, know how to prompt it to get what you need from it, and be creative in demonstrating its value. Plus, you'll get time back in your day as it makes you more efficient. And you can fill that time with whatever you like, within reason. Before I go, I would love it if you would leave a review, especially if you like what you've heard. And if you'd like to learn more about using AI in communications this year and you're not already a part of the SpinSucks community, get your butt over there. You can find us at spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. It's a community full of crazy smart professionals. It's free. It's fun. It's smart. And you might just learn a thing or two from your peers. I'll see you next week. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 